For those who are fortunate enough to go, college can be one of the most memorable and important times in one's life. It is a time for personal growth and oftentimes for personal experimentation as well. If there is ever a point in your life where you are surrounded by the temptations of various types of intoxicating substances, it's going to be college. Alcohol is easily accessible for minors, and illicit drugs can be readily available for those who are curious enough to venture down that road. But is harmless curiosity something that should be punished by legal and possibly fatal consequences? Or is it something that should be expected, and therefore have services put in place to ensure the safety of students that may be too impulsive for their own goods? Between 2011 and 2014, the National Survey on Drug Use and Health reported that of their surveyed population of full-time college students, 9.9% reported trying alcohol for the first time in the past year, and 6% of students reported trying illicit drugs for the first time in the past year. What these numbers suggest is that college is truly an experimental time in the life of a college student. But while there are already various campaigns shown to college students on how to drink responsibly and safely, there seems to be very little to no information presented to college students on how to use and test any illicit drugs they may come across. The result of this taboo subject being shoved aside is students not knowing how to use these illicit drugs in overdosing, or even sometimes being sold unsafe alternatives to the desired drug that can result in deadly consequences. An example of this that is very common is in relation to LSD. LSD, or acid, is by far a very popular drug of choice for curious young adults, most likely as a result of the drug's history and culture surrounding it. But a serious threat that has arisen in the past decade is the use of various research chemicals in place of the drug a consumer is intending on taking. While LSD has never been overdosed on, has virtually zero neurotoxicity and organ toxicity, its research chemical imitator can't say the same. LSD's most common imitator, 25-I-NBOME, oftentimes called NBONG for short, is a very unsafe drug that according to the World Health Organization, there have been 11 overdoses directly related to NBOM as of 2014 in the United States, even though the drug did not become common until 2011. It is very likely that everyone who has overdosed on this deadly drug didn't even intend on taking it. This is likely the result of the lack of knowledge on what these people are putting in their bodies. While of course they could have done their own research, do those who decide to get blackout drunk have to do their own research on what they're putting in their bodies? For these people, the research has already been done and shown to these students for years and years, so the knowledge on how to drink safely and the knowledge of all the harm alcohol does to your body is already out there and easily accessible. For illicit drugs, on the other hand, there is no knowledge given to students on how to use these responsibly. This often results in young people making mistakes or simply being misled, which can have some very serious consequences. But other than teaching abstinence, which many studies show doesn't work, there are ways to protect students that may venture down the road of illicit drugs. A method that is used around the world, especially at music festivals, is actually offering to test the substance in question without legal intervention. An article posted by the Washington Post regarding a music festival in Australia reported on this particular festival introducing a pill testing facility for the first time. The article discusses how in the past, authorities have mainly focused on preventing people from taking drugs in the first place, which proved not to be very effective at all. So instead, the authorities allowed a tent to be set up where festival goers could bring in their substance of question for testing without having to worry about any legal consequences. This method proved to be extremely successful as many harmful substances were found laced in various other drugs. 
If that tent hadn't been set up, there is a possibility that there would have been many accidental overdoses at that festival, as there constantly are around the world. The substances that these tents often test for consist of meth, fentanyl, the N-bombs I mentioned earlier, and various other substances that are not meant to be in the drugs people are taking. But not only are these testing tents resulting in less drug-related deaths, according to the same Washington Post article, these tents are also causing black markets to quote-unquote clean up. What this means is that since more and more people are able to safely test their drugs and find out what's really in them, the manufacturers of these drugs seem to be putting in less additives, as of course they don't want to lose business. While of course avoiding harmful substances is the best way to stay safe, that just doesn't seem to work. Humans are just curious by nature, and young adults seem to be the most curious of all. College provides the perfect atmosphere for substance experimentation. And since almost every large college already seems to accommodate for alcohol use, it only makes sense that they would accommodate for other intoxicating substances as well. The solution to drug overdoses on college campuses isn't just testing facilities. Even simple pamphlets that inform students on the drugs they may come across will help. The systems of distributing information is already available for alcohol, so it would be an easy and cheap addition to the current forms of harm reduction available on college campuses. And while a simple pamphlet might not seem like much, because of the general lack of knowledge on illicit drugs, even the slightest bit of information can be the difference between life and death.